for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host, and the human leader of the Android Underground, Matt Lee. Dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, October 15th, 2013. This is episode 102 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, Tuesday evening, right here on AOTA, AOTA TV. That's what I'm trying to say. Join us. I'm Matt Lee. This evening, along with my buddies, my nerdy android buddies eric finkenbeiner he's back what's up eric matthew nicholas good morning or evening good to have you back once again nick carroll also joining us what's up nick glad to be back glad to have you back as always uh like i said attack of the androids.com that's our site we got a facebook page google plus page community that's very active with uh, me and eric and nick and Everyone else that enjoys the show, we uh, post articles there and make fun of them and discuss them and, and what have you. So, uh, let's see, what should we start out with? Kit Kat news. Tons of Kit Kat news coming out. Eric, you want to you wanna start us off with Kit Kat news? Oh my god, so much Kit Kat news. So all much. The, I don't even know where to start with all this Kit Kat news. We had like um, a separate doc yeah. f- just for Kit Kat news. I know, and I... Was it just me? <laughs> I thought that there was supposed to be some big announcement today, and there was nothing. Yeah, I woke up and it's like the around last week. It's about the same that, crap yeah, as every day. Wait, yeah. what? What, Nick? Yeah, a lot of rumors last week where something was gonna kind of like a private announcement or something. But is that happen. the is that the thing? Were they just rumors? People are like, we expect the Nexus Five to be announced October fifteenth, or was that based in any? you know, groundable reality or what? Maybe there was just another set of leaks supposed to come out today. I don't know. <laughs> it's upsetting. The biggest KitKat news is that I found a, you know, an Android KitKat stand at the airport. Nuh-uh. Like that is the most significant news. That's so awesome. man. if you guys are on the Google plus community, you see a picture of that and me trying to hustle Eric out of uh, sending me one here. Yeah. Oh, you hear, hear that? See that, that, that is, that is the plastic wrapping around my my plush <laughs> Kit Kat Android. Nah, uh really? Oh man. And this thing this thing is so ghetto. It's like it is it is straight off some factory in God knows where China and it it's horrible, but it's kind of wonderful in the sense that it's so horrible. Um so I I don't know. I'm considering maybe giving this away on the show possibly. Oh yeah, we could do that. Uh, we could. If anybody's uh, interested, I, let's let's figure out some some way to do this, Matt. Because okay, I mean it's it's an Asian Kit Kat Android for God's sakes. Yeah, I you haven't seen him here anywhere. Uh, I saw on Google Plus someone posted. I think was it Indiana or Louisiana, one of those Anna states. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but they had him there. I doubt Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, so how many do you have? Quite a few, or what are we talking here? Can we sell them on eBay? <laughs> Pay for the server for another <laughs> month? No, no, unfortunately not. It was um, so the the deal was that you if you spent is like the equivalent of like twenty dollars, you got one of these little plushes, uh, and 
Um, what was kind of ridiculous is that now, crap, now my dog's like attacking the bag thinking <laughs> that he's going to get the toy. Nice. Um, Give it to me. What's ridiculous is that <clears throat> they had like, you know, everybody had their Kit Kat shirts on and there was giant freaking androids everywhere. But none of the Kit Kats were actually part of the contest. It was just, just Kit Kat. Um, oh, wow. So, I, you know, I bought some for the office because I was on my way back to uh, back home and back to work. Um, but yeah, the only thing Android related was this little, this little plushy toy. Interesting. Well, so cool. I will say that the peanut butter Kit Kats that I tried, outstanding. Find those. Delicious. Hey, uh, uh, one of the things I heard about the contest that they're having is like, you know, you could win like a Nexus 7 or, you know, a new Nexus 7, or you could win like a, you know, a $5 Google Play certificate, or you might win a couple other things. You can apparently only, only win once, maybe. I haven't read the instructions, but it seems like whatever you win, you only win once. So that that's kind of kind of weird if that is the case. So CNET does have an article about it uh, that says the next version of Google's platform Android 4.4 KitKat is set to arrive any day now, and this came out yesterday. This article. So um, they say. Uh, Let's see. After three helpings of Jelly Bean, we would hope that the Nestle-inspired build should prove to be a larger update, but so far, signs point to minor enhancements. Uh, until recently, Google has done a great job keeping KitKat under wraps. Officially, Google has only said that its goal with KitKat is to, quote, make an amazing Android experience available for everybody. Some posit this to mean we could see new Android-powered devices such as game consoles, smartwatches, smart TV, and laptops, uh, others look for a kinder, gentler platform that plays nice with older hardware. This is this is it's the same song and dance every time one right? of these stupid updates come out. Exactly, and it's I like, think plays I well with old hardware, more compatibility. Like I don't ugh. think you were on the episode, Eric, but I, I asked the question like, when will we get to the point where Android updates are like Chrome, and it just you know continually keeps itself nice and updated in the background. And the discussion was carrier involvement. That's never, ever, ever going to happen. But you see Google do moves like play services to where it might happen. Maybe not necessarily uh, major revisions, but the things they can keep updated through that would be enough that uh, to, to, you know, keep the, all the devices pretty much on par. Uh, we're coming. We're getting closer and closer to the reality of anything that anything that Google has control over um, is going to be in Google Play services. And whether that is a whether that's a move aimed at um, you know like some open source people get get pissed because they're like, oh, you're taking it out of uh, you know AOSP. Whether that's a move to cut out um, you know the open source crowd, or if it's simply a move to get around these carrier. Uh, issues that they've been having the past, you know, basically since their inception, um, remains to be seen. But I think that it's going to get further and further down the road to where what we care about that comes from Google will just update like Chrome does. Right. And, you know, anything else, um, any other innovation is probably going to come from the, from the custom ROM community, um, yeah, versus, you know, developer, uh, manufacturers. Yeah, the only thing I'm concerned about is that maybe this only occurs once you get Android 4.4 KitKat, and that if you have anything b below that, you're not going to be a part of that world. Uh, I would like them to be able to push us down to older, you know, 
devices. Well, that's what they've done with with Play Services is that I believe, if I'm remembering right, that it is that the whole Google Play Services rollout went to everything that was 2.2 and above. Oh, that, and that's a that's breaching pretty deep. <laughs> that, well, what is that, that uh, 2010 devices? That, that begs the question, like, when when is the hardware considered obsolete? I mean, you see Microsoft doing this sort of, granted they weren't, you know, making the, the computers, but you have 3.1, 95, 98 ME. Like, w- at what point is it okay as a company to stop supporting that old legacy stuff? We're seeing Microsoft right now uh, quickly approaching XP, uh, being finished supporting uh, Windows XP. And would you consider Froyo... Androids XP. I would say Gingerbread personally. Or, but... Yeah, gin- what, what did I say? Froyo. Yeah, no, I, th- I, I think I would go with Froyo. Yeah, hmm. I, I think so. Maybe because uh, there okay. were a lot of devices um, that never, like there were a lot of devices that were flagship devices that didn't never got the two dot three update, if I remember right. Like, well, they were flagship yeah. at the time, so I, I, there's. We we should probably like if we can get access to that pie chart, um, probably the the bigger chunk, um, you know would I would think would be two dot two devices. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the two Android phones my wife had uh, before uh, her uh, uh, Galaxy S two were both on. I think they're both stuck on Froyo. So yeah, I think you're right about that. At least in our experience. So. Yeah, so, most most devices ended up getting two dot three by you know when people put like CyanogenMod on it. As far as uh, platform versions here on developer.android.com, Froyo, uh, two point two percent distribution, Gingerbread twenty eight point five, Honeycomb <laughs> is at point one, <laughs> Ice Cream Sandwich at twenty point six, and all three versions of Jelly Bean at thirty six point five. For four one, ten point six for four two, and one point five for four three. Yeah, that oh, shit. Market, there we go. That I stand share pies is a lot of why I usually think of uh, gingerbread as XP because it had such a wide right. Wide user yeah, base, I, but, yeah, I I agree now. Now that I see that the visualized, it makes sense. So this is you know a bit bit off topic, but um, does anybody else look back on honeycomb fondly? Like it seemed like a lot of people like hated Honeycomb. I I kind of liked it. I didn't mind it. Honeycomb was I I had a brief experience with it when I got the Transformer Prime, and then mm-hmm. it got pushed to uh, ICS. But it because maybe it was my first experience with a tablet in general, and then with Honeycomb, like it was just like this is normal. This is how it's supposed to be, I guess. But then. Mm. Then when you got ICS, it was like, whoa, now this is what it's supposed to be. And now even more so with Jelly Bean, everything's falling into place, uh, and it's smooth. It works great. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the more I use this Moto X, this this is an amazing device. I, I am so happy with the speed, and that was one thing we kind of dissed on it a little bit. Is like, well, look at those specs. You know, they kind of half-assed it. It's totally... This is proof positive now. This is evidence that it's not just about the specs. So I've been watching, you know, we, we're we friends, so I'm watching you on Google+. Plus and nice. you seem to it, – it seems like you were a little meh on the, uh, on the camera. 
How are you feeling about the camera lately in comparison to the Galaxy Nexus? Uh, I'm bugged maybe because it's – I'm just – I liked Photosphere, and I was curious to see how well Photosphere worked on a fast phone. Uh, on the Galaxy Nexus, it worked, but it was not that fast. And it's not in here. There is no photosphere on the Moto X on 4.2.2. There's a normal panoramic mode. And here I'll show you. You guys are uh, listening live or watching the the Hangout rerun. So here's here's the camera. (laughs) Okay, so here's what you see. And it looks like, you know, the the normal uh, jelly bean camera. And you swipe over and there's your menu. And it has HDR, which you can turn on, off, or auto. Flash with the same. It has tap to focus. It has slow-mo. And it has panoramic. And then the uh, gesture thing where quick capture, which I've never even gotten this to work. You're supposed to be able to have quick capture on. So you pull it out of your pocket. And, like, it's it's supposed to turn on somehow. I, I don't know. Maybe I just don't know the gesture. You, but. you have to flick the wrist essentially like this, like twice. That's stupid. Yeah. I'm not, but, but that, why, that's the motion. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I, I keep that off, but yeah, I was missing like, uh, on, on the stock camera. Well, I don't know if it's stock on the cyanogen camera that comes with the, uh, on the galaxy Nexus, you could, um, what am I saying? There, there was Photosphere, obviously, and then you could adjust things like exposure, and it didn't necessarily, it didn't have HDR, but, like, do you need that? I have HDR filters. Why do I need that uh, as a mode taking pictures? What I'd like, the only thing I miss, honestly, is Photosphere and exposure adjustment. And that's really. Have you tried it. downloading Focal and? No, I haven't messed with. In there? I haven't messed with any of that stuff. I I'm just using it stock for the first like month just to get a feel for it, and then I'll start uh, rooting it if I want. And uh, yeah, there's a Jellybean yeah. launcher, uh, Jellybean uh, camera, JB Plus as well that I believe does that. So right, yeah, and I'm sure there are uh, options to do the photosphere. I was just surprised that. That was Google's big thing at I.O., or one of their, their big things. Well, not last year, but uh, the year before. And it's odd that, you know, the Moto X, Google's first Motorola device uh, phone, is it doesn't have it. But, yeah, whatever. Uh, as and far it, as... Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go for it. Well, I was just going to say, as far as... I was going to further probe. Uh, as far as the rest of the camera, I mean, it... You can see the pictures I've taken. I took one this morning that I really liked. I don't know why. I just woke up, uh, went to go start my truck because it's getting frosty here. <laughs> and uh, actually, here I can show you guys on the on the Hangout rerun here. But there was just like the light was hitting my banister in this certain way, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Let's see what the uh, let's see what the the camera does with it." And Here's the picture. And that's completely unedited, completely just right off the camera. I guess it turned HDR on for some reason. Uh, I have it on auto. But, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's nice. I've taken quite a few pictures with it. We did an Ingress trip to Missoula to play at the campus, uh, Op Campus Cornhole. Uh, it got reposted by the official Ingress page, which I thought was pretty awesome. I wrote out, like, this thousand-word essay of, you know, a sit rep 
situation uh, report, and yeah, they they were all about it. But I took some pictures and stuff, and you can kind of see it was uh, t- testing out the Moto X uh, camera and everything, and you can kind of get a get a feel for for how how the camera is. Um, here I'll show you. Here's the just what Google shows you as the highlights of sorts, but. And of course, you're not going to see the quality of the picture unless you like zoom in. But um, the gauge I usually have been going by is I'll look at it on the Nexus 10. Uh, there's enough PPI there to really show you if your picture looks like poop or not. And so far, everything looks great on it. So, and I kind of use that. I guess the Moto X is up there as far as PPI, but um, the bigger screen definitely. Uh, so I, that's my gauge on on whether or not the the camera is decent. It's fast. Uh, I've messed around with the slow mo a little bit. It crashed the phone once, and uh, I was out delivering today, and there were some pigs. <laughs> I don't know. There's just just these pigs, and uh, it's funny to me. So I I took a slow mo video of the pigs. So uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com because it's I don't want to. It's upload i need to find it and all that but yeah take check that out if you're listening to this after the fact once the shows is posted um yeah do you guys have any other questions about the moto x before we move on i'm curious uh, what you think of the like the 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 customization thing was a big deal not just the outward customization but you know it greeting you it knowing your voice all that stuff what's your experience been with that uh, I turned, actually, I don't, I didn't, there wasn't really any customization. The okay, Google now, okay, Google now. And, and then it says, hi, Matt, like that, I guess is cool. Um, I was wondering, and I haven't tested this yet, but, and sorry if we've mentioned this before, we haven't seen Eric in a while, so I got to rehash all this stuff, yeah, but apologize. I, I was wondering, cause it lets you train it. So if while you train it, you say something like, come here, grr, like from Invader Zim, right? Like, grr, come here. If you say that three times, does it think that you saying, grr, come here, is okay, Google Now? And can I you, think so. Can you train it that way? Because that would be cool. That would, in essence, be being able to change the, the from, keyword. From what I've seen, not every phrase will work, but a number of phrases meet the number meet enough requirements to where they'll actually uh, pass uh, pass that test. So you they're do doing it. like syllables and uh, so okay, interesting. So you like could forms or something. You could compose oh. a phrase that had the same amount of syllables syllabically <laughs> syllabically <laughs> similar. Yeah, I... <laughs> Go for it, Eric. I think you interrupted yourself. No, I didn't. <laughs> Okay, oh, so I had a couple questions as well. Um, <laughs> Sorry, regarding I got, the camera, I got a drink is in my it really nose. fast at taking pictures, and how well does it like handle like movement? Wait, say that again. I got drink in my nose. That was funny. <laughs> you interrupted yourself. <laughs> this guy. This. So guy. yeah, what? Yeah, how fast does the camera really operate, and does it work really well to eliminate like blur when like people are moving? That seems to be one of the things advertised about it. That honestly, I haven't really tested out yet. Um, it looks like I got some Google Auto Awesomes. Um, it shoots pretty quick. I mean, I think you can turn it on. 
No, maybe it doesn't have a burst mode. I thought I saw something to where it would take uh, a bunch of pictures real quick. Uh, maybe that's in the video camera. But if you if you turn off tap to focus so that you're just tapping, it it would really benefit from a picture button. <laughs> like on the, I think the Droid X was the last phone that actually did that. Oh, like an actual like shutter, like a camera button. Sorry, I keep kicking my monitor cord, and I was like, "Oh, crap!" Um, <laughs> yeah, you could use the the button. It wasn't the power button. What was it? I have it in there. It was it's... it was an actual camera button. Maybe yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were other camera phones or other phones that had uh, like a volume button you could use to zoom. I think the Droid X did that, and I don't know, just. Like, would it be that hard to put another button there or to double up uh, the, the volume buttons or, or something? Well, do you remember the, the Kickstarter uh, Pressy where you put the, you put the yeah. thing in the... Um, I do. Maybe that's... I mean, that might be a solution for you. I think the Kickstarter campaign's over, but if and when they release, camera button. The other thing I wanted to ask is regarding your, uh, the texture on the back. Like, I uh, went to Best Buy Sunday... And I felt the texture and looked at it, and I actually liked the way it felt. It felt like grippy. How do you like the the texture, like the back? Of I do. Coming from the Galaxy Nexus and having that, I mean, it didn't. It was completely plastic, but it didn't feel like it. It was like a a rubbery kind of plastic. Um, this I thought would be a lot more slippery. Uh, it actually, I haven't dropped it once. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't usually drop my devices. Let's let's be honest here. I'm OCD with that. But uh, it it's nice. It definitely I like the way it feels. I don't think I would like the wood back. I don't think I would like the way the wood feels. But I don't know. Who who knows? It looks cool, man. A nice maple grain. <laughs> a nice Not oak for you. <laughs> yeah, right. A cherry oak. <laughs> That's such a pretentious thing to do. I have a wood back on my... Shut up. It's a stupid phone. All right, I'm sorry. So last thing on Moto X, um, there was a story that... I keep seeing this every few weeks about an update coming out and Motorola doing soak tests. Um, Did you get an invite to the Motorola soak test, which I think might be the last one? Uh, I did not. I sure would have liked one. (laughs) <laughs> that's weak do you it know is. what the update is uh is it the camera update I'd, i think so i've heard it was a version update uh, or at it's the minimum, not a camera update it's not 4.3 it's a mm. it's a intermediate firmware update for the camera i think ah. i think i i could be completely blowing smoke up your dress i i don't know hmm but I well, see the, interesting. the the article on GigaOM about the uh, invites being sent here from Kevin Tofel on GigaOM. He says, following the other major carriers, Verizon seems almost ready to push out a software update to the Moto X. Invites for users to test the software were sent out on Tuesday. Moto X owners on Verizon don't yet have the software update made available to phone on the other carriers. I think you meant to say phones. That's fine. Uh, but it appears that's about to change. I can't help that. I'm sorry. I'll probably email him about it later uh, and get a job proofreading for Giggle. Journal about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll blog about it. I'll vlog about it. Sup, yo? Vlogging right here live from the school. 
<laughs> Cartman. It was so great. Anyway, very tangential here. Uh, the carrier has sent out soak test invitations for customers to test a new software update, which presumably brings the camera improvements that Moto X phones on other networks already have. I wonder if this would include Photosphere and exposure adjustment just for Matt. Uh, if you well, here's what I'm I'm yeah. reading on Engadget. Please, it's saying that it's um it brings low light performance and color accuracy, uh, like better low light performance and color accuracy, and faster touch to focus response time. Okay, I could see that because I was just taking a, a bunch of pictures just to see with, and uh, yeah, it it could stand to be sped up some definitely. Good. Well, I will say this. I was watching an episode of Always On, like with Molly Wood on CNET, and they were doing like a smartphone shootout as far as smartphone cameras, and uh, the Moto X was like neck and neck with the iPhone 5, which is a pretty uh, pretty fast camera, so it's nice. among the fastest. So That's good. And see, that's interesting, because my girlfriend Kelsey went with the S4, and I've told this story on the show here, but... Um, she bought it based on the camera and she was looking at the HTC one and the S four and the Moto X. And she said the S four to her had the best camera. So that's why she bought the phone. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, it's, it's all in how you use it in what you're taking pictures of the lighting, etc. Uh, the majority of my shots are outside. So maybe they look a lot better than someone who's not taking outside you know, postcard-esque shots because of where I live. It just, yeah, I'll be interested to oh see God. what the update brings with it. What, Eric? Does that mean that the Huawei is gone? Oh, yeah. We're going to sell it on eBay. Do you want it? No. <laughs> oh, absolutely Howie. not. Oh, Howie. Yeah, she got an S4, man. It's awesome because she's playing Ingress with us. Oh, by the way, who's got two thumbs and is level eight? This guy. <laughs> Finally. A year later, level eight. Thank Took you. Took you a year to level up one level? Eight. Asshole. Oh, to get to eight. From one to oh, eight. Okay. It's the last one. But thank you for bursting my bubble. No, I wasn't bursting your no, bubble. That's I was fine. bursting Ingress's bubble. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Eric's a year. power leveling and working on gold, gold, gold farms. So right. Yeah, he's he's got like a hundred like Asians out there just mining gold for him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's awesome uh, being able to play Ingress with her, and now we have like a little tribe here. There's like three of us, and we've just been completely owning things. I linked to Canada yesterday, so uh, if you're curious, go to ingress.com slash intel, and for the zip code, type in 59901. It's Kalispell, Montana. You'll see our handiwork. Viva la resistance! Uh, back to the story here. It's possible that Verizon has added or changed its own apps in the software update, which could be why it's lagging behind the other carriers in getting the update to Moto X phones. Regardless, it will be worth the wait, in my opinion. I received my Moto X from AT&T earlier this month, and while there's still room for improvement in certain situations, the camera output is noticeably better. Uh, and then he posts a, a couple sample shots there, so... Uh, you can check out that article on Giga. Um, we'll put a link to it in the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com. Eric, you got your Nexus 7 finally? Oh, oh my god, I did. On it's Verizon? Exciting. Who'd you hook it up with? <laughs> it's not hooked up to anything. It's hooked up to Wi-Fi. 
Didn't I thought you were waiting for the LTE version? No, I was, but I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna actually do the LTE when I go to uh, Thailand next month. So we'll test that out. But I have it in my grubby little paws. Do you and love a it? Moment too soon. Do you love it so much? I I'm very happy with it. Um, especially like I I had a a slightly negative experience with my Nexus Four um, on my uh, my trip that I just got back from, um, where. I, I ran out of space on the freaking phone. Like I had to go, like I was deleting apps and it just, it pissed me off. So the, this, this Nexus 7 has 32 gigs of memory, which is double the 16 gigs on my Nexus 4. Um, some of the games and stuff that I play, I've now moved off of the phone onto the Nexus 7. So the phone is back to being like a very, um, very much like a utility, um, you know, plus camera. And then the Nexus 7 is my, uh, device for news reading and playing games nice i'll have to say also i've been playing with uh, the new nexus 7 at work i'm beta testing uh this app called route star we uh recently we had some really old i mean this stuff it's called water software and it was coded back in the late 80s <laughs> and it hasn't been really updated since all command line terminals linux so we switched over to QuickBooks, which was three months of me going through old files and inputting all of our 18,000 freaking customers <laughs> into QuickBooks. Uh, from QuickBooks, we have the OODBC to a Microsoft Access database, which, <sighs> okay, I guess. Uh, and from that, we have the OCS and service program, which then links to this RouteStar app. And it's not an app yet. It's a Chrome website, I oh, guess. Wow. <laughs> but they said, they said they're working dirty. on the app. And uh, we got the Wi-Fi version, and so I've been tethering with my unlimited <laughs> Verizon PDA net works on the Moto X, which I was worried like, oh crap, I didn't even think of it. How am I going to tether now? Which I don't do that often, but when we're out playing Ingress, I'll tether to my tablet so I can see the Intel map because the Intel map sucks on a phone. <laughs> like it even sucks on my laptop. <laughs> like they need to really fix that, but it's closed beta. I understand. So uh, I'm tethering to the Nexus 7 tablet. Uh, running Chrome basically, and and doing all of my uh, my routes, my input, and it's really awesome. It's interesting. I've never like beta tested Android stuff like for my day job because I deliver water for a living. Like I'm a grunt, very well paid grunt, I guess. Um, so it's it's interesting to to play with it. But yeah, so I've I've been playing with the new Nexus Seven tablet and. Much smoother than my Nexus 10. I don't know if that's because it's new, and I've had my Nexus 10 for quite a while now. Um, got it when they first came out, so I I don't know. But this the seven is it's sweet. The form factor, I, I like having a a 10 inch tablet and then a phone, but the the seven inch is it's it's interesting. It's different, you know. If you're not if you've only I've only ever used 10 inch tablets and then phones like this big, so it's it's totally different if you've never held one <laughs> but yeah i like it it's it's pretty slick i really like it for reading the, you know like when i'm actually looking for stories um i 
I use my Nexus 7 and I go through Feedly and that it's the perfect form factor. Isn't that great? On the it's great because on the phone it's like a little too small. On yep. the ten inch, it's like, well, I don't really need, I don't need a screen this big to read articles. Um, so it's it's wonderful. I actually have been digging. You know, like my uh, long lost puppy has come home. I've been digging Flipboard a lot for finding stories for the shows and everything. Um, and on the ten inch tablet, it's it's beautiful. It's literally like a magazine when when it works. I have to say, Flipboard mm. sometimes. Doesn't always work. I don't know what 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 that is, but uh, they should fix that. <laughs> yeah, get your act together. Flipboard. Yeah, come on, Flipboard. I mean, for reals, you know. So, all right. Uh, let's see. What else do you want to talk about, gents? Nexus Five. Nah, kind of sick of that. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I, not, it's we... been over leaked. Yeah, exactly. Way over leaked. Uh, let's talk about this. I I kind of like this phone. It's the Oppo N1. We were talking about this uh, quite a few episodes ago, I want to say. Um, but yeah, it says uh, just last month, the article off of Droid Life here, uh, Eric writing. Eric, you write for... It says just last month, no. Oppo made headlines by announcing their newest device, the N1, would be the world's first device to ship with CyanogenMod pre-installed. Uh, the N1 is notable for lots of other features, including a rotating camera on the top and a touch-sensitive back. Which, I, I that's what I liked about it. That touch-sensitive back, that could be really awesome if implemented correctly. Uh, the the uh, rotating camera, I thought was a good idea because you can save space and make one super awesome camera instead of having one crappy camera in the front and then, you know, your decent camera uh, in the back. So, I don't know. It's different. It's new. I, I kind of like it. Uh, Plus, they, you can use that camera at different angles, you know, that you can't right, ordinarily do right. with your standard smartphone, so that's pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, they said it was made really well. It, it will do, like, something like 10,000 or 100,000 rotates, you know, and they said they did the math, and, like, there's no way uh, you would ever rotate it that much unless you're sitting there, like, trying to, to break it, you know. Um says, unfortunately for us here in the States, the announcement was in Beijing while most of us were asleep. Uh, so Oppo is turning to us to tell the N1's tale here on Droid Life. Uh, taking to their website today, Oppo is calling out for pioneers to enlist in a program that will serve as a form of viral marketing for the company and the device. Once chosen, these pioneers will receive an N1 and be asked to report back each week with a photo and post about how the N1 works into their daily lives. Oppo is not asking for ordinary people, however. They want passionate people with colorful lives full of moments worth capturing, like porn stars or Matt Lee from Attack of the Androids. Uh, They want to know how the Oppo will enhance your life if you want to get in on this program. Uh, This all sounds similar to Google's Glass Explorers program, uh, which has been working fairly well for them so far. So, uh, what do you think of this? I'm, I'd be down on this if I could get that hooked up on Verizon, <laughs> which we'll never see. I didn't even see the Kia Sarah Hydra Elite in Verizon when I was there. Like they, it's literally Motorola, HTC, Samsung, and then burner phones in the back, and then iPhone, and then a bunch of crap accessories. You know. And they had the the, uh, the parrot AR, the drone. 
They have the Parrot AR and Verizon. Verizon for like three or four hundo. Explain that one to me. Yeah, it's total poop. While we were sitting there waiting, I was like, so uh, can we take this for a spin or what? And like the dude wouldn't even let me take it out of the box. Total dick. Wow. Anyway, so well, yeah, what do you think of, of this? I've applied. Why the hell not? I, I like this phone. I well, I like what I've seen from the phone so far. And like you said, the the touch sensitive back is is an amazing idea. I think so. Um, and they also have the uh, they call it the O click, which is sort of a retarded name. Not to be um, confused but that's the with thing the that lets you O face. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not the O face. I'm sorry. I could. Uh, you, uh, you go ahead. It's not that exciting. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so it's it's the thing where you can you can get up to 50 meters and um, click uh, click the little it's like a little keychain fob thing and you click it and it takes a picture with your phone. So you could like do you know family photo or um, you know something like that without having to. Hold your phone and flip the camera towards you, and you have know it at what, arm's Eric? Length. That's actually so, really awesome. Just the other day, Kelsey was like, "Is there a timer on this, or a way to you yeah. know set it somewhere and let?" I was like, "There's probably an app that does that, but I don't think stock like there's any." But having a button that you could actually remote control—that's brilliant. Yeah. So this is a. This seems to me like a really nice phone. If any phone is going to pull me out of the Nexus, you know, ecosystem, it'll probably be this phone. And it's because I I have confidence that a phone that is being backed by CyanogenMod yeah. would have, you know, the latest Google updates very quickly. Yeah, one way or the other, you're getting probably the best kind of software you can get. You guys are both CM, you know, fans, to be fair. So. I'm missing CM, honestly. <laughs> And it's interesting you say that, Eric, because most people would say that uh, it would be in CyanogenMod's best interest to have a, a phone manufacturer give it credibility. But you're saying the opposite, that like this OS developer group gives this device credibility. I think that's really interesting. It's yeah, it's a little bit of both, but yeah, it's I, I veer more towards CyanogenMod giving uh, Oppo uh, legitimacy because... You know, and this may be this may be just poor marketing from these companies, but you know, before the before the Oppo Touch Five or whatever that that phone was that got favorable reviews uh, last oh, the, year, yeah, the the Find I mean, Five, yeah, Find Five, it was it this was just another company. It was another Huawei, another you know, it's just it was another cheap Chinese knockoff manufacturer. Yeah. And now they're they're doing things that, you know, like this phone looks nice. Now, granted, we haven't held it in our hands, so it could be like a cheap plastic piece of junk. But they're they're doing things, and they're they're they are doing the marketing right. They're doing the marketing that that doesn't make you think this is some piece of crap that you know some knockoff thing that I bought in the market. Yeah, one thing I can't wait to see is like if they have another iteration of a Fine Five coming out, but like with a you know, Snapdragon 800 and, you know, Sajin, you know, CM installed, that kind of thing. I think, you know, that could uh, make a lot of waves uh, even in the U.S., so. 
So am I the only one that's that is going to apply for this, or are you guys going to go for it? Probably not you, Matt, not, since no, of Verizon. Yeah, not me. My life was way too pedestrian for that. So <laughs> it's way. Hey, well, I'm sure you could you could figure it out. Just start taking a picture of your cheeseburger every day for lunch. Here's my office. <laughs> Here's my minivan. <laughs> Here's my house full of people. Look, the kids are making a mess. Oh God. Thank you, Oppo. <laughs> yeah, you've changed my life. You've changed my life. Well, that's special. Anyways, um, you know, just uh, one thing that I do want to talk about because uh, I think I think you and I, Nick, were chatting a little bit on Google Plus about this. The um, the Hail Dreamer doc that uh, that Kickstarter thing that is like the doc for your phone. Did you see? Uh, did you guys see the review that got posted on Android Central about that? I did not. Please inform me. I would love to inform you. Inform so, me. So, the Hail Dreamer is—it's a Kickstarter, and it's—it's uh, a—it's an alarm clock with with a dock on top. But instead of having the the ports. Um, you know, like you would think with an Android, with a with an iPhone dock, you just have the port sits there and it doesn't move. Um, the headphone jack and the charging port are actually on these two like tentacle type things that can sort of work their way to wherever on the phone your um, you know, your device has these particular ports. Uh, and then it's you know underneath it, so the phone sits on top and underneath it, it's one big speaker sort of in a tube, and it has volume controls and such. Um, but the thing that sets this uh, this alarm clock apart is that it comes with uh, a companion app um, which does something called Smart Silence. And the way that Smart Silence works is um, you, you create a list. Uh, I think it can be based off of uh, if you categorize your contacts like as friends, family, VIP, uh, things like that, or I th- I believe uh, if I read right that you can um, you can just like set explicit groups of people, um, you know, outside of those default ones, uh, to where if you have the f- the phone sitting on the dock, um, it will automatically text people back if they call you that says sorry, you know, I can't come to the phone right now, or I'm sleeping, or something like that. Um, so if they're not on the list, it gives them that. If they are, it lets the call come through. But if it does block somebody, uh, it will also tell them if you, you know, if you have an emergency, if this is an emergency, please respond back with, you know, like the letter E for emergency, and we'll let the call come through. So it's, it's kind of like a it. I think it's very neat because I, I would love this to like just put my phone on here and set my work number um, as like an emergency number, so that way if I get a call in the middle of the night, it will still ring. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited about this. I I uh, I back the the Kickstarter because I I think this will be cool. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah I don't like know. I, I wasn't sure what you guys docs. thought. <laughs> the mega doc. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. It is I mean, as bulky. As someone that uses their phone like that, I've been missing that again with the Moto X and even with the Galaxy Nexus. There was no dock. I still have the Droid X in its alarm clock dock uh, as my alarm clock because these other devices just haven't come out with with the the hardware to to be able to just set them down on it. You know, it's very annoying. 
Like, is it too much to ask to get some damn, some damn hardware? Well, that's and that's the so that's part of that's part of the reason why this company is making this is because they said there's no versatile you know dock that right. that works with all phones of, and tablets of different form factors. Um, Doing so a little it, gardening there, bro. <laughs> sorry, I, I have I'm no just idea. kidding. It's it's not that loud. It's like they're they're fabricating a, a freaking motorcycle behind me or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> nice. Oh, Eric, I've missed you. Ugh, God. <laughs> That's all right. We're almost done here. Let's just power through it, boys. Power through it. So, all right. Any, anything else uh, super interesting going on? HTC One Max reviews are out. Did you see this fingerprint scanner? Look at that. Hey, Apple. <laughs> Even more that is a large they phone. Have pi- they have a pogo pins? Like, I was unaware that... Well, I guess they're catching back on. I don't know. Yeah, it looks I love like- me some pogo pins. I'm happy that they're that they're using them. Yeah, but it, it's hardware-wise, outside of the, the much larger battery and display and all that, it looks to be pretty much identical to the HTC One, you know, Snapdragon 600. Two gigs of RAM, et cetera, et cetera, but uh, looks like it's got somewhat positive reviews, but it's just a big honking phone. Is this what's the actual five point nine inch, and what is the Note, the Note three? Five point seven inch, and this is a little bit taller than than the Note three. But it I haven't looks seen a direct comparison, but it's exactly, taller. it's like if you turn the HTC One into a tablet, basically. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I mean, that <clears throat> my friend has that. Uh, the other kid I play Ingress with, and it is a really good looking phone. I I'll give you that. HTC uh, makes good hardware. This is it's a beautiful device for sure. The speakers on the front are awesome. Um, yeah, I don't like the buttons, and I'll say that another reason why I went with with this device, the buttons are where they freaking should be. You know. That drives me crazy when the buttons are all messed up. Like, can we can we agree on where the buttons should be? This is where <laughs> the yeah. buttons should be. Okay, get it right. Get it right, Samsung. Get it yeah. right, <laughs> HTC and Samsung and anyone yeah. else that's not making their buttons right here like they should be. Do you see that? Right? Do you see it? Here. Do you guys see this? This is where they should be, okay? So let's let's try and do that, can we? God. I'm going to differentiate uh, my phone by putting the buttons on the top. <laughs> well, and the, isn't the HTC, like the actual HTC, a button as well? Uh, I believe so. Or maybe it made me want to keep pressing it, but it's not actually. I don't know. I'll have to mess with that next time I see my buddy. Yeah, it. I'm very surprised. Like, the the score The Verge gave it was a six out of and out of ten. Wow. So I mean that that ain't even passing grade. So I uh, like. The I mean, quote. they said it says even the 5.7 inch Galaxy Note three feels petite when set against the One Max. The One well, Max. It's mad. Particularly hurt my feelings when it said that it's far too large and awkward. Because God knows I've heard that enough. I don't oh. need to hear it again in the room. Amen, brother. Read. You preach into the choir 
of large and awkward, you know? Well, we'll say they, they were harder than, than other sites. You know, like Pocketnow gave it an, an 8 you know, out of 10. So The Verge is notoriously rough on anything but really cutting-edge stuff. Yeah, and well, the main criticism seemed to be the camera, which I, it, it is surprising because that that is, seems to be the thing that HTC was putting a lot of focus in when the original one came out. Um, and I, I don't think anybody really had much of a problem with with the original uh, HTC One, so I don't, I'm not really sure what. No, could my be, friend really likes different. the camera on his, so I, I don't know. This is interesting, and maybe I'm just not reading far enough. But the back cover is removable, but the battery is not. Why hmm. is there a reasoning that you would make the back cover removable other than to put on a different color? Oh, cool colors, guys! Neat. Um, uh, maybe access they, to the micro SD or the SIM card. Oh, perhaps. this has micro SD. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. probably Doesn't a serviceable battery. Serviceable battery still. You know, it's an improvement from the ACC one, which is basically a glued together, and it's it's not going anywhere. So. And there's also a dual SIM model for China. That's kind of cool. What? Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-three hundred milliamp battery. Wow. It's pretty, a big boy. It's pretty nice. Like I said, though, man, anything bigger than the Moto X, I don't want it in my pocket. Like, I can't. It just, I fall. I play Frisbee golf a lot, and I always have my phone with me. And, man, like, this is the sweet spot as far as, as, far as size for me. So, I, I don't know. I can get my finger yeah, across this... it. I can. It's, it's, it's perfect. Anything else, you have to hold it in one hand and then use your other hand. And, yeah. Not for a phone, man. For a tablet, yeah, but not for a phone. In my humble opinion. As human leader of the Android underground. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. I'm completely going to his head, folks. I'm completely not. I'm not even. I'm I'm a I'm just a peasant in the Android underground. <laughs> a starving peasant just like the rest of us. Uh they say the boom sound speakers are quite nice. Uh, more volume because they're bigger, so uh, it makes the One Max easily, they say, the nicest Android device to listen to. Uh, but for the reviewer here, uh, who reviewed this? Vlad? For Vlad? Uh, now I lost my spot. I don't know what he said. Not important. Moving on. <laughs> All right, we ready for app picks, gentlemen? Or was there anything else we wanted to cover that I missed? Uh. Just a public service announcement. Don't buy the Note 3. It seems like such a pain in the ass to do anything with. Why? In order to root it, you have to do a full wipe. Ooh. Um, but that's normal. You have to wipe when you root. Or no, I'm really? thinking... What oh. am I thinking? Yeah. When you... Oh, uh, well, if you're, if you're loading a new image, if you're loading a, a thing... No, okay, but I just guess, to unlock. Fine. Okay, criticism set aside. Just to unlock. Like when I unlocked... Uh, what was it? My if you unlock your bootloader, it does require. A oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Is that not what yeah. you're saying? Just to root. Just to just root. Gotcha. It, okay. Which seems I'm like BS. And then they have that region lock, which thankfully uh, Chainfire has released uh, released a utility that will remove the region lock. What is region um, lock, please? So you buy. Let's say. Let's say that you buy a. Uh, let's say you buy one of these Note threes from Europe. Because you wanted and the then, watch? 
What's that? Because you wanted the watch? Oh no! Let, let her explain. It's it's pretty crazy. No, no, I know. I'm just no, being like you know, you're 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 hanging around Europe. You're drinking your little espresso drinks and smoking your tiny cigarettes, and you're like, hey, you know, I I want to get a Note Three because I'm that kind of person. So you buy one, and then being the being the jet setter you are, you fly <laughs> out to let's say Australia or China, and you try to pop in a SIM card, and lo and behold, it doesn't work. What? Because it. What? Because yeah, it's region locked. What? Like a DVD? Like a like, yes, a, DVD. like a DVD? Are you, so you effing kidding me, Eric? No. The, Why would you region lock you know, a phone? Who does Samsung? that? Samsung. Who does that? Samsung. Samsung does Why? it. Why? They're being jerks. Why? For well, what end? Well, they don't want someone to basically buy a bunch of phones to leave the country and sell it to another. You don't want <laughs> someone to leave the country? That's not very American. If I want to leave well, the country, I'll leave the damn country, America. So what Chainfire's done is that this this region lock is uh, is maintained through a blacklist. Um, so it you have the phone and it says, okay, it will not work on these you know these other carriers. So uh, his tool basically clears out the blacklist. Very nice, which is nice. You know, a win That's for awesome. freedom. That's wicked awesome. Chainfire, props to you, man. You're yes. the leader of the Android Underground, not me. Hugs and kisses. You, you should come be on our show. Do it. So, so that's that's the only thing. I Samsung. We we saw this before with HTC. Um, so they they were really really great in the you know the the time of the Evo and stuff. And then they they started doing some stupid crap with like the Evo 3D, and they dropped off the map. And that's when Samsung swooped in with the S2, and then it, the S3, and the Note, and they got really, really high, and now they're dropping back down with the Note 3 because they're being dicks, and that they're is, not thinking about their customers. That is complete dicks, Samsung. Uh, going back real quick, I just saw this on the article on PocketNow.com about the, <clears throat> the HTC One Max. This is pretty awesome. So you can get a 32-gig version and then throw in, like, another, what, 64 gigs via the micro SD, and then... Much like the Moto X, it comes with 50 gigs of free Google Drive storage for two years. Now, maybe you know, Eric, I'm grandfathered into the old drive plan back when it was Picasa Web Albums. Uh, I pay five bucks a year for 30 gigs or 25 gigs. If I enable this two, this two free or this free two year thing, will that wipe my other thing? Because I don't want to lose that. Because if you have to pay for it, 50 gigs is kind of expensive in comparison. I, I don't know. I would be a little hesitant to do it. I am it. too. Like, I went to do it once and the server wasn't working. It was when I first got it and it was like, try again later. And then I was like, oh, crap. What if I lose this? I don't want to pay more than five bucks a year for this. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. So maybe yeah, I'll, it, maybe I, I just it's, it'd won't. probably be best to email them and ahead ask, of time. Right. Get it in writing. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, this has a 367 PPI screen. Are you kidding me? That's still pretty good. It's also got a 3300 milliamp. That's outrageously oh. good, Nick. What's yeah. the the Nexus 10 has a 317? Yeah. The the, the uh, Moto Nexus X is has just a under 300, and the Nexus. Seven is three sixteen. I think that's the one that's three sixteen. The Moto yeah, X is three sixteen, I believe. Okay. 
But 367, like that's the most now, isn't it? This is now the the bar. No, if you got a 1080p on a 5-inch screen, that's uh, 440, and the ACC 1 full stop has a uh, 4.7-inch uh, screen, that's got like 468 PPI. Really? But those, those are the outliers, the 1080p screens under 5-inch. Gotcha. Crazy, man. It's a lot of pixels. It's a lot of It's still of pretty awesome, and when you're looking at it, I mean, come on, it's like a foot, foot and a half away, you're not seeing those pixels. It's it, it's pretty awesome. I no. mean, if you're looking at it as a, as a decent mini tablet, uh, you, you could do much worse. That's what it is, definitely. It's, it's a mini tablet. You're going to end up paying the carrier $3,000 for over two years. <laughs> yeah, how many tablets have the front-facing speakers? How many phones? Oh, yeah, no, Very absolutely. Few, so, yeah. This is, I, the more I read about it, the more this might replace my Nexus 10. Who knows? Probably not, because I'm poor, but you know. Your Nexus 10? <laughs> I could dream. Yeah, no, I was kidding. Uh-huh. It was a joke. I love my Nexus <laughs> 10. It's not Nexus funny. 10. I love my Nexus 10, so there. All right, let's do some app picks and wrap this thing up. Uh, Eric, start us off, please. My app pick this week is called Pinochle. Have you guys <laughs> ever played Pinochle? I've never played Pinochle in my life. I love this game, um, but the difficulty with it is that there, you know, I think like everybody plays it a little differently, um, so the rules, you know, have to be a little flexible. So every time that I would download one of these stupid games, it was never the rules that I knew. Um, what I like about this version is that you can modify the rules as to like um, how many, you know, how many cards you have to bid, and then like. Uh, you know, what the character behavior uh, is like around, um, you know, do you pass cards to your partner? Do you not pass cards? If you don't know what Pinochle is, this makes no sense to you. If you do, then you should get this app because it's free. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it it looks a little, I, I don't know, like you can tell it's free. Um, it's not the best looking app, um, but it is a lot of fun. And the... Um, the developer has issued a few updates since I downloaded it about a month ago, and uh, he's done a lot with the with the AI of the people you're playing against, um, to where it's it's a lot more challenging. And overall, it's a it's a fun game, and it's by far the best Pinochle app that I have found on uh, on Android. Very cool. If you're one of our many elderly listeners and enjoy playing Pinochle, check out Eric's app pick this week. Exactly. Uh, and just actually go to the go to the one in the show notes. Uh go to the link in the show notes because there's a lot of a lot of people have named their apps just Pinochle. So to find okay. this specific one, go to the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com. And I always in the show notes under the app pick cent- section, I always put the developer and all that so you can search for developer name and see all of the apps that we've picked by them, you know, stuff like that. So uh yeah. like Eric said Attackoftheandroids.com. I do not sound like that. <laughs> Nick Carroll, what's your app pick this week, bro? Well, well, in a total opposite direction. This is It looks like a game for kids, but it's uh, actually based off of a song that sounds like it was written for kids. But it's uh, my app pick is called uh, Dumb Ways to Die, and it's uh, by a company called Metro Games, which is actually uh, a company under a company called Metro Trains, a train company in uh, Melbourne, uh, Australia. Well, anyways, it's basically, uh, I learned about this game watching, uh, what is it, All About Androids uh, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and uh, Jason Howe used this to uh, to win, basically, the Android uh, arena. But uh, 
this uh, game is just about a variety of ways uh, to die and uh, essentially how to prevent your character or list of characters as you progress through the game to not die. So there's 15 little mini-games. You try to fight off death as a variety of little jelly bean or fruit-looking characters. And uh, as you fight, fight off death over time, you unlock more characters. Uh, the games are pretty quick but easy to play. And sometimes they start just like that. And if you don't just immediately act, your character dies. So a little stressful sometimes. But you, over time, you kind of learn what to do to, to keep the character alive. Uh, the instructions are usually pretty simple, like tap really hard or blow on the phone. I haven't figured that one out. Hmm. So that character dies a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you like know, the a... character you have to blow all the time. That's Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> Pretty much. It, you know, it is a game for the kids. So a little stress. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. There are some in-game ads you have to deal with from time to time. Like after you pass the level, you have to put up with like a little 10-second you know, ad or whatever. But after it passes, you have to you blow can... them away off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> blow them away. That's what I meant. Thanks, Eric. So yeah, you can actually go to metrotrains.com.au to visit the website. They got more information about it. It's kind of a very funny, funny game. But it's my app pick. It's it's a small little game. It's free. It'll play on just about anything out there. It's very quick to play. A very good time waster. Works on gingerbread. And uh, go get it. It's a uh, Dumb Ways to Die by Metro Games. Very nice, and yeah, I did. I saw the the AAA review of it, and it did. It sounded pretty awesome. So, <laughs> very cartoonish, but very yeah, funny. Yeah, I like games like that. Those are always fun. So, all right. Speaking of dumb ways to die, I got a new Game Loft, or excuse me, Glue Mobile, not Game Loft. This is Glue Mobile. Uh, a long time ago, on the Transformer Prime, one of the games I was totally into, even though. It had the worst notification bugs, you know, like it would just bug you all the time. And this was back when you didn't have the option to disable notifications on an app-by-app basis. Very annoying. Frontline Commando. They came out with a new version of it called Frontline Commando D-Day. Get it? Speaking of dumb ways to die, D-Day. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's very, very beautiful on the tablet. Uh, I've been playing it on my Nexus 10. I'm not sure if it's only... Oh, yeah, it's compatible with all of my devices. So it, it's phone and tablet. Um, but the graphics, they are pretty awesome on the tablet. I haven't played it on my phone yet. Uh, because my phone's only 16 gigs, and I don't want to run out of space <laughs> going from twice that. You know, it's kind of hard to trim it down. But anyway, uh, Frontline Commando D-Day. It's uh, If you've played Frontline Commando, you know how the, the game works. You can pop up and down under barriers and move side to side and reload and snipe and get headshots. Uh, yeah, great stuff. This is, if you remember back when we were writing for GroovyPost.com, uh, I was doing like app uh, game reviews and stuff and I was taking my own screenshots and all that and I was so, so proud of myself that one of the screenshots I got was when I was reviewing Frontline Commando and I was zoomed in with the scope and I pulled off a headshot and got the screen cap like at, it was so beautiful. All, you see the the scope with the head and the spray and oh, it was beautiful. So anyway, Frontline Commando. D-Day, that's my app pick. Uh, Glue Mobile, check it out. Eric, what's our email address, brah? 
Thanks for asking, bra. The email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com. <laughs> Gnarly, bra. Check out all of our stuff on attackoftheandroids.com. Most of all, the Google Plus community. That's where we all uh, mainly hang out. We also have a Facebook page and a Twitter account that we uh, send out a tweet every time the show goes live and an episode is posted. So uh, check out the show notes for each episode. You can see the Hangout reruns uh, when we're not reduced to doing shows on Skype, which I think that's only been one, so not too bad. Uh, This is episode 102 of Attack of the Androids. I'm Matt Lee. This is Nick Carroll, Eric Finkenbeiner. Uh, Thanks for checking out the show. Look at our writing up on anewdomain.net and techpage1.com. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Join us tomorrow evening for Yats and Thursday for Ant Pruitt's point-and-shoot smartphone photographer hangout. So thanks for listening, guys. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.